cliffcentral.com. We're going to talk a little bit about ADSL and speed and how you connect to the internet at home, at work, or at the gym. Flax, how do you connect? What's your thing? Well, at gym, I use the Wi-Fi. they got free Wi-Fi. But if I go at night, round about 7 or 8, mm-hmm. there's too many people. And obviously, there's a shut-off on the Wi-Fi. Right. So if there's more than like 50 people in gym, I can't connect. At home, I got Wi-Fi. Quite a good... I think I'm running 2 megabytes per second. All right. Um, I'm trying to get my parents to take it up to 10. But they don't want to have to pay extra for you to download more porn. Yeah, when I'm at work half the time. And the internet here, it's, 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 it needs some work. It's up and but down. But apparently they're yeah. working on it. They're going to figure it out. But uh, let's quickly go to Liron Segev. He's our, he's our tech guy here at uh, Cliff Central. He knows more about these things than anyone else. Liron, how is ADSL when you compare it to other things? I mean, we talked about fiber quite a lot last week. Not everybody has fiber. Is ADSL the next best thing? ADSL is your preferred method of connectivity. It's the very least you should be looking at. It was the step up to, remember the old dial-up modems that made that horrible noise? Yeah, I remember that. That's the next step up is ADSL. Now, depending on where you happen to be and what your connection speed is, Mm -hmm. you'll get a good, bad, or a shocking experience. One one of them. What is is good? What is considered good? Uh, good is when you, this stage of the game. Good is when you can connect, Dallas. I mean, uh, <laughs> Telcom gives us a decent service. We, we're delighted. Um, now, the good is kind of when you're getting kind of four, five megabits per second, which means that you can do semi-good YouTube videos without the whole buffering thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can download. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's okay. That's that, that's acceptable. Um, the, the, you can watch videos, streaming videos. There's a couple of services launched in the country, like Showmax which allow you to stream videos. Um, they say two megabits per second is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, but obviously, the faster you get, the, the, more, the, the better the experience is. What do you have at home? Um, I've got a, a 10. I'm paying. This is the beauty of it. You pay for a 10 megabits per second line, but I'm actually only getting eight. But nobody seems to be oh, bothered. Oh, boo-hoo. Cry me a river with your eight megs per second. The thing is that with a catch with this technology is, there's a lot of physical things that go into the network. So mm-hmm. doesn't matter where your exchange is compared to where your house is. If you're close, you're going to get a great service. If you're that far away or you're know, kind of at the edge, then you're going to get much, much less. The other thing to just remember at home, if you're using ADSL, if you've got a Wi-Fi network internal inside your house, which a lot of these modems that you get with your ADSL will actually have Mm-hmm. Wi-Fi built in. Mm-hmm. If you've got those old deck phones, remember those wireless phones that people used to carry around the house? Yes. If you've got those, those are going to seriously hamper your Wi-Fi speed. Really? They, ca- they cause interference. Huh, so, so you should cut those you, off. You should actually use a fixed uh, line. They exit stage. You should have a line in the first place. Well, this is not 2005. Yeah, you, need, you should have VoIP. <laughs> you should have VoIP, right? Exactly. There we go. Now you're talking. All um, right. The thing is with these, with these things, is folks, um, the more you stick onto that network, the worse your speed is going to be. So as you're trying to do something important for work um, and somebody's downloading some new music or Flex is downloading his porn again, mm. then it's going to stop the rest of us from actually um, from actually working. Right. Because it so, all goes down the same line. So we should not allow other people to use BitTorrent and things like that. To, Ooh, you know? Certainly not. Yeah. So, the, the, right. I mean, besides the legality of it, 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 just kill, it just kills your line. It just really... Your line is effectively a pipe of water. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the more water you stick down that pipe, you know, the more condensed it's going to be and the more blocked it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want that pipe to be flowing nice and smooth, which is why 
you should always prioritize things like email, um, you know, your banking over a lot of the other stuff. A lot right. of nice to have. Thanks, Liron. Alrighty. Thank you, good. dude. Good. Always good to talk to you. Always fun talking. All to right, you. man. There we go. It's Liron Segev. He's uh, Cliff Central's own techie guy. But on the line is Desmond Kurtz, who is the digital and gaming manager for MWeb, and he also has some answers to some of my questions. Um, Des, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Gareth. Very good in yourself. Now, this must be a very good connection that you're on because you sound crystal clear compared to Liron. Because it's on the like, connection, man. There we go. It's, uh, Liron sounded like he was calling from South Sudan. Clearly not on MWeb. No, well, who knows? I mean, he says he's getting eight, eight megs per second at home. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that is pretty good. That's not bad. Nothing wrong with that. Are you on fiber? What are you on? So I'm on our, on our local LAN connection because oh, okay. I'm already in the office. Ah, your office must be set up like you can't believe. I mean, MWeb, you guys pretty much uh, – you, you supply me with uh, internet at home, for example. Did uh, you agree with uh, Liron that if I take off those, um, those phones, those uh, – what do you call them? Um, <sighs> what do you call the phone that Deck you – phones. Yeah, those things. If I disconnect that, I'll have more speed? It's possible. I mean, one of the things that does affect your ADSL speed is interference. Right. So in other I mean, words, I'm going to get home and enough. I'm going to immediately change that. There we go. Well, I, I hope it works out. How do you test speed? How do you test how, how good your, your connection is? I think the, the, the one that people most often use is they use one of those online speed tests. Uh-huh. So give me, I think give people me an just example. generally get, get kind of some kind of reading that there, there's generally other tools. I mean, the, the speed test is one important thing all by itself because what you generally want to do is you want to, whoever your ADSL provider is, you want to use their speed test. Okay. Because if you use another speed test that's not on your network, there's a whole lot of things potentially between your connection and the, the other's uh, speed test that might cause a lot of interference. All right, so, so tell me, to, who should I use? I mean, if I'm testing my home line, I'm on MWeb. Who do you suggest I use? Telecom SA or MWeb? No, go M-Web. use the MWeb one. All right, so you go to mweb.coza and what do we find? Yeah, so there, there's speedtest.cpt.mweb.co.za, which is basically testing your connection through to the Cape Town node. Mm-hmm. There's also another one for Joburg. And then for the guys who are trying to test to see what their international uh, connection is like, there's also one that we make available to test your connection through to London. Oh, wow. Okay. Let me see what we've got because I'm not on MWeb at the moment. We're at, at our office and it's patchy at best. But I'll do that at home and I'll find out and I'll report back to you by next week. Ah, I'd is, like to hear how it's, how it's doing. Also, in the, um, we've actually got a really cool tool that we made available mm-hmm. um, to customers in the MyCount section which is basically an ADSL line test. Um, and that gives you a little bit more of an indication about what the quality of your line is. Okay. And that can give you quite a lot of feedback. And if, you, if you're not sure, I mean, if you're not a techie, the, that's why the, you know, the call center guys are there to help you to basically understand that. Especially if you're having a problem, they can, I suppose, demystify it for you a little bit. Because, like I said, there's a lot of things that affect your um, ADSL connection speeds. Hey, I'm getting about 7.7 megs per second here, so that's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, I'm happy with that. All right. Is Wi-Fi faster than than a, than a, a kind of fixed line into the back of your machine? Or is it much, much slower? What's the story? You know, if I use a Wi-Fi I connection rather than uh, plug it straight in, 
Yeah. Are you talking about Wi-Fi when you're setting it up at home or when you're kind of out and about? No, let's say when I'm at home. Well, I think the practical part is that your Wi-Fi, I mean, your connection through to the Internet is always going to be dependent on how good your ADSL connection is because okay. that's the thing that underpins your Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, so just like uh, your techie guy was saying is that if you've got a ton of people that are on your Wi-Fi, it's going to seem slower because there's a whole lot of people mm. using that Internet connection. But realistically, too, your ADSL connection that goes through to the exchange and then onto your data provider, there's a couple of things that are, are going to affect it as well. So it's it's not quite a straight line conversation. I think Arthur on your show last week mm-hmm. spoke about um, distance from exchange. Right. I mean, that, that's one of the big ones as well. The practical part is that the further you are away from your exchange, which is basically the, you know, do you remember Normarasa Bliff? <laughs> Yeah, in it's the like, 80s. <laughs> you'd have to call them and then they would put you through. <laughs> yeah. So the exchange is like the automated version of that. It's like normal, I believe, where you're trying to wow. go, okay, yeah, here we go. So it's basically like handling your connection. And the, and the further you are away from that exchange, the weaker the signal is. So the, here's my – I'm only going to use two techie words today. All right. One of them is attenuation, mm-hmm. which is basically the, the measure of the strength of your ADSL connection to that exchange. All right. And then that signal is measured in decibels. Hmm. So the, the, the amount of signal that is lost is generally measured in decimals. Um, so general rule, further you are away from the exchange, generally the weaker that signal is when it finally reaches the exchange. But the one thing that I wanted to pick up on, that, and it talks to that decked phone as well, mm-hmm. is that you've always got to remember that a lot of this, this is copper wire, and I think if you remember back from school days when you used to make those electromagnets by wrapping the copper wire around the pen, yes, it's highly susceptible to electrical interference. So Absolutely. now when your ADSL line is basically like running through your garden, it's past your pool pump and through the electric fence, <laughs> all of that kind of stuff is going to have an effect on your ADSL signal. It's going to create noise. So the more interference there is from high-powered electrical equipment, the worse that signal is going to be as well. You're a gamer, and uh, gamers like to have very solid, reliable connections. They need as much speed as possible. They need to be able to transfer data back and forth because you're playing live games sometimes, LAN games and so on. Um, what, kind, what kind of minimum requirements do you need to have in place to, to be able to do gaming properly? I think the most important thing is that it depends on the game that you're kind of going to play. You know, if you're going to be playing Farmville, Mm-hmm. That doesn't require a heck of a lot of data. Or brains. But if you're starting to move on to more hungry online games like Call of Duty or Battlefield, mm-hmm. and even then it depends on you know how well written their netcode is, you're probably looking at a, wanting to go for a 4 meg line hmm. um, as a minimum. And also I think the important part is that you – you want to make sure if you're on a on a shaped trend, a shaped account, which a lot of people are on, is you want to make sure that the you know the provider is actually prioritizing the right kind of traffic, because certainly what you were talking about earlier is that you know traffic priority is quite important. If you want something that needs a good, stable, low latency connection, you want to make sure that that kind of traffic is prioritized, like video. I mean, there's nothing more irritating than buffering videos. Oh, it's the worst. Tell me, um, do you at MWeb prioritize certain things over others automatically? On, yes, on, on our shape product, we do. So <clears throat> basically, we make sure that the internet connectivities that 
require a good stable connection are given are given a higher priority on the network. All right. And it's that that is generally what people call shaping. That would be like so email and uh, that, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So and it's quite interesting because shaping should not be confused with throttling because people tend to use that term interchangeably. What's the, what is the difference? Tell, that, tell, explain it to me like I'm an idiot because I am. <laughs> Which you definitely aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose that the easiest analogy to use for shaping is kind of like peak hour traffic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in like peak hour traffic, they tend to have like a bus lane because bus carry a whole lot of people and they, you know, generally getting home or to work. So they get a prioritized lane to move in. All right. And shaping is very much the same thing is that we have a look at, at what is that important traffic that needs to have priority like video, like mail. And we make sure we get its own, it gets its own fast lane. What so gets, what gets put at the back of the queue when you do something like shaping? Would you like to have a guess? Uh, mm. I don't know what because we've we've already talked about it. Uh, pirated like, stuff it starts with a uh, bit torrents. Exactly, that stuff gets thrown right it's, at the back, huh? Yeah. So I mean, generally, people who are downloading, you know, are normally prepared to wait for things like torrents. Yeah. But when you're trying to buy for a video, you don't want to wait because it's like you want it immediately. Ah, okay. And that's really just like the common sense reason about why a bit torrent, for example, will get a lower priority than a YouTube stream. All right, so you've explained shaping. That's where you have bus lanes so that certain stuff gets there faster than other stuff. But I'd imagine throttling is when five lanes are turned into three and uh, there's, there's a traffic jam. Is that about right? <laughs> yeah. So, so throttling refers to slowing down a, a user's internet speed irrespective of what they're doing online. Mm-hmm. So to reduce the impact of data consumption on the network. All right, I got and you. what we're really trying to do is just to make sure that there's a fair usage for all users. That sounds, so it's basically uh, like cutting it back. That sounds fairly equitable. I don't think that that's a problem. No, it's like, you know, it's the reverse of the bus lane thing, I think. Right. You know, throttling means at peak, time, at peak times or when you're reaching a specific data consumption point, your cars and trucks are kind of forced to drive in the slow lane. Hmm. All right. Well, listen, this is all very, very helpful. I didn't know most of this stuff, and now I feel like I'm a little bit smarter. I'm by no means where I need to ah, be, but we can, we can keep learning. Thank you, Desmond, very much for your, uh, your insights this morning. And I'm sure that by the it's end, let's say by the end of uh, three weeks, four weeks from now, I'll be uh, much, much smarter, and I'll be able to tell other people how it all works. You'll be one-time internet guru. <laughs> Let's not count our chickens, but thank you very much. <laughs> there we go. Desmond Kurtz, he is the um, digital gaming manager for MWeb. And some useful insights, right, Ben? How's that? You didn't know some of this stuff. Don't pretend you did, Ben. Well, I don't actually pretend that well. I'm always just so amazed by the clarity of their line mm. and how calm these guys are because obviously they're experts. Well, your life could be that good if you pay attention. Cliffcentral.com.